0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Millennial Sports Talk. I'm Michelle Margot with my co host here, Ben Verlander. And um, today's a very exciting day. Ben, do you want to tell them why?
2: It's episode 10.
1: Yeah. Woo! Like, usually people celebrate with one more zero on that, like EP 100. But we're just pumped to get to episode 10. (laughs) And we want to thank all of our very loyal listeners who have, um, if you've listened to all 10, then you definitely deserve a medal. But if you have just followed us along for a little bit, we certainly appreciate it. Um, And uh, today's episode is going to be on the MLB rule changes that are implemented for the 2020 season. Uh, Very interesting stuff coming your way. But before we get to that, because it is episode number 10, (laughs) um, we decided to do something a little different, something kind of fun, where we do a rapid fire um, five questions each that adds up to 10. Five plus five equals 10. So um, Ben asked me five and I asked him five.
2: Yes. Let's see.
1: (laughs) He's like like, flipping (laughs) through his papers. I got to
2: find my questions. All right. Are you ready? I don't know. All right, five questions. Number one, what's your favorite holiday?
1: Oh, my Lanta. Oh, my gosh. Um, I guess That's an Christ- easy one. Okay, okay, I guess Christmas or Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving because you get to say what you're thankful for, but I definitely like the spirit of Christmas.
2: All right, scale of one to ten, how good of a driver are you?
1: Uh, in my humble opinion, I am <laughs> a Joe. I think I'm like – wait, ten being like – you scored a hundred on your driver's test because guess what I yeah. did when I was sixteen? Scored a hundo on my if driver's test.
2: Your, if you give yourself a ten, I'm gonna judge you.
1: Okay, let's say nine. But if you ask okay. anyone in my life, they would say otherwise.
2: Okay. Number three. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals?
0: Oh, you said these were rapid
1: fire. Why are these so hard?
2: It's very quick.
1: Every animal? Does that include like fish? Yeah. Um.
2: You're making these way harder than they need to be.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, animals, because that's, like, way more unique. Great answer. Thanks. Uh,
2: do you like giving presents or getting gifts? Be honest.
1: Wait, hold on. Is there a difference between presents and gifts? or
2: No. Okay. Giving presents um, or getting presents?
1: It depends for who and from who. But I am a gift giver, for sure. So okay. So I like giving them.
2: And what is your greatest on-field or court sports achievement? Um. Does it...
1: Did it have to happen on the court or just like in my career? In your career. Okay, I won um, an Emmy award, got nominated for a couple different ones, but won one um, in 2018 for the 2017 Emmys. And it was for the show that I hosted in San Diego called P- Padres Point of View. And it was a Comic-Con episode that we did. It was a themed episode and I got to dress up as Wonder Woman and it was so much fun. and. Um, I, that literally i'm looking at the emmy as we speak because it means that's, so a, much to me.
2: that's a fantastic answer
1: thank you i really really thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed um winning that emmy and i don't know there's something to be said for it and it's definitely like you know how people say like when you leave your apartment in a fire what do you bring and everyone's like photo albums but now that it's digital you're like i don't know if i bring my photo albums right um emmy probably i mean i'm sure I could get it. <laughs> i'm sure i could get it replaced if i like really had to um just like go to the you know organization, but. um yeah I'm really proud of that thing so
2: that's a great answer
1: thanks Ben um Congrats. your turn let's go um I'm nervous right. it's, I'm nervous it's, okay yours you're totally <laughs> like yours are so much better than mine it's not even funny so now I'm like I kind of wish I had gone first <laughs> um, number one your favorite movie
2: uh
1: we'll judge you for your answer
2: let's see probably Step Brothers or the other guys
1: stepbrothers is a thousand times better than the other guys but okay who's, who's um,
2: answering these questions here sorry is it i'm just y- or is it you?
1: You, you're you right you're right okay uh number two your biggest strength as a person
2: um uh probably that i can make i like to make other people laugh and i like other people to be happy um i like to just make other people happy that you're a people pleaser um, yeah
1: is this why this co-worker colleague co-hosting works
2: yeah apparently You just
1: let me make all the decisions
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: all right number three what is your biggest pet peeve
2: um probably people when they're texting uh their grammar when their grammar's bad i can't stand it also i have another one when i hold the door open for people and they don't say thank you oh my god that pisses me off
1: yeah that, that would bother me too um number four if you could have dinner with anybody dead or alive who would it be
2: I'm going to say Babe Ruth. That's what I'm going to say.
1: Mm. What would you ask him? That's not part of it.
2: I would ask him if uh, if he thinks he could hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball in today's game.
1: Okay, number five, uh, your all-time favorite athlete.
2: Um, my brother.
1: Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I that's mean, cute.
2: that's true, though.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad we did that. Um. Those were 10 rapid-fire questions to get to know you and That was
2: fun. That was fun.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Um, What's also fun is going to be the 2020 MLB season because there are some rule changes that are in effect. Um, There's eight new rules. We'll go through them pretty quickly here, and then we'll kind of delve into um, a couple of the rules that we think are the biggest changes. Um, Starting with the first one, there is now a three batter minimum. In 2020. Number two, there's a 26 man roster up until um, August 31st, previously 25 man roster. Number three, uh, September rosters must carry 28 players, 14 pitchers maximum. Number four, uh, the two way player qualifications become a little stricter. The fifth rule change is that uh, position player pitching becomes a little bit stricter. Uh, the sixth rule change is the extra player rule of the 26th player is now the 27th player. Number seven, the 10-day injured list becomes the 15-day injured list, um, formerly known as disabled list, for those of <laughs> us who still make that. Uh,
2: <laughs> I am one of them.
1: Yeah, same. Um, and the eighth rule change is that managers now only have 20 seconds to challenge a play rather than 30. Um, so, Ben, I think that you and I are probably on the same page with this, but what do you think is the most significant rule change and why?
2: Um, I would say the most significant of those is the three batter minimum.
1: Yeah, so we'll we'll just kind of go into the specifics of it. So the official baseball rules have been amended to require the starting or any relief pitcher to pitch to a minimum of three batters, including the batter then at bat or any substitute batter until such batters are put out or reach base or until the offensive team is put out unless the substitute pitcher sustains injury or illness, which in the umpire crew chief's judgment, uh, incapacitates him from further play as a pitcher so three batter minimum will become effective in spring training starting uh, on March 12th
2: yeah that that one's probably the biggest one for me I think uh, honestly I think it's going to end some careers um, mm-hmm. I, th- I think there's a lot of that uh, you, you hear the term lefty specialist all the yep. time and I think you're going to stop hearing that I think Uh, The pitchers that come in just to face left-handed batters uh, are going to be a thing of the past unless, you know, it lines up three in a row, but I don't think, I don't think you're going to see them anymore. And I think it's, uh, I think that's a, I think that's a big rule and I think it really will end some careers. Are are we kind of on the same page there?
1: Yeah, I don't like it at all. I think it pits relievers versus pinch hitters. I think, like you said, the lefty-lefty matchups or the lefty specialists, it totally affects their job and it makes the lives of the hitters easier. Like, yeah. And the lefty specialists are either facing righties, too, if they are lefty, quote, specialists, or you better hope they don't start an inning if righties are on deck or in the hole. Totally changes yeah. strategy. And it totally helps the hitting team, too.
2: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I really do. I understand the whole speeding up the game thing. I do. But I think there's ways to do it. And I, I don't think this is I, – I, I honestly think um, – this rule actually kind of frustrates me a little bit for <laughs> for three reasons. That we I, just said.
1: Yeah, I think pitchers are are going to have to make themselves more versatile. It's definitely going to be, um, you know, survival of the fittest. It definitely caters to guys that can get both righties and lefties out, or guys that are not specialists. Um, and there's
2: but there's guys that their whole lives they are just supposed to get lefties out. Like like
0: there's I know, but that,
1: there's such a thing that. that, that There's a lot of blending now, if you notice, especially when you look at um, teams like the Tampa Bay Rays, where there are not a whole lot of set roles on that team um, rather than I don't know I am just using the Yankees as an example but there are some teams that are more old fashioned where everybody knows their role they know when they're going to pitch they know all that no, stuff you're right it with that
2: they had you know they had like their 7th 8th and ninth inning figured out you right. know like over the last couple of years you knew who was coming in in each in each inning and you're you're right the Rays are a good example there's there's teams that they you don't know your role and oh there's two lefties coming up I'm going to come in and face those guys you know well no not anymore it's not that Yeah
1: simple. And you know that I'm I'm very old-fashioned when it comes to rules. Yes. But yes um, I, do, I do think that comfort is the enemy of progress. And I think that when people are uncomfortable in their roles, um, it makes them better and it creates competition. And so I think, yes, it will weed out the the specialists, but if the specialists are good enough, they will find a way. I mean, listen, Mariano Rivera had a career, a Hall of Fame career with one pitch. So there are things that can be done to make you more – versatile or separate you you know or dominant or whatever you want to use um it's interesting though because i think this affects like gms and front offices and roster configuration just as much as it does 100%. like national league managers
2: yeah it definitely affects roster configuration you know there's guys that would be on the team just to come in and get out lefties in certain spots of the games and you can't you can't really afford that anymore You know, you can't really, there's no room for it. You You can't afford to put that guy on your roster because you can't just trot him in out of the bullpen to get one lefty out in in the ninth inning with runners on base. Here comes, you know, whoever it may be, a a big lefty in a lineup, no matter who. And, and, you know, it's, there's no place for that anymore. Um, But before we continue, this week's uh, episode is brought to you by Manscaped. The Lawnmower 3.0 Manscaping Trimmer is now available for purchase. Its leading cutting-edge ceramic blade is uh, meant to prevent manscaping accidents. So uh, get 20% off and free shipping with code BLEAV at manscaped.com. Yeah, I'll that, have is to get on that. 20% off and free shipping with code BLEAV. Yeah, Michelle, get on that.
1: Thanks, Ben. Just to kind of gauge how significant that three batter minimum rule is, how many appearances in the 2019 season do you think that would not have been allowed based on that three batter minimum rule. If that had been implemented last year. Mm. It's a lot.
2: I, you know, I, I was just, it's probably a lot. I, I don't even know where to begin with this number. I think it probably happens multiple times a week with each team, except mm-hmm. for the Astros. Cause they didn't have a left-handed reliever last year.
0: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I'm in a set and this isn't in, including every team. Yeah. MLB. Is it, is it like uh, uh, 200?
1: Mm, more.
2: Oh, my God.
1: You want me to just tell you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 649. Oh. There were 649 appearances in 2019 that would not have been allowed based on the three-batter minimum rule. So this is a pretty significant change. This is affecting a lot of games this is not just like to put a rule in place
2: I think this solidifies when you ask me which rule I think is most significant and you agreed that it's this one I think we were right I mean
1: yeah I mean we'll see how the season plays out but just based on our (coughs) baseball knowledge I would say that this is pretty (laughs) (laughs) pretty intense um what do you think is the second most significant rule
2: uh I would say it's probably the the two-way player rule or uh The Otani rule, as some people have been calling it, basically. Um, But, yeah, do you want to explain that one a little more, or would you like me to explain it?
1: Um, I'll explain it. Uh, Players who qualify as two-way players, so, you know, people who can hit or pitch, um, (laughs) may appear as pitchers during a game. Well, because two-way players in NBA terms is, like, very different. So that's why. No, I wasn't (laughs) laughing
2: while you (laughs) explained it. Don't mind me.
1: Anyway, they can appear as pitchers during a game without counting towards the club's pitcher limitations, uh, so a player will qualify as a two-way player only if he accrues at least 20 Major League Innings pitched. And at w-
2: great word.
1: Thank you. And at least 20 Major League games started as a position player or designated hitter with at least three plate appearances in each of those games in either the current championship season or the prior championship season. Um, and the club must designate that player as a two-way player in advance of that game. Once a club designates a qualified two-way player, that designation will remain in effect and cannot change for the remainder of that championship season and postseason.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think the three batter minimum is clearly the one that's going to affect the game the most. I think this one is just significant, and there's kind of a lot that goes into it. Now you have to designate a player uh, before he's put on a roster, and uh, I don't know if everyone is familiar with who Shohei Otani is, but I think, and I don't know if you agree, Michelle, this is the reason for this rule is probably because of him. He's um, he came over from Japan a couple of years ago and uh, is a very good hitter and is also a very good pitcher. And he does both. And uh, I think they realized they kind of had to put rules in, into place because of him. Um, and it's also one of the things that I found interesting is, uh, them putting a, a run limit on when position players can come into games. I think as a biased fan, we love seeing position players pitch. because.
1: Yeah, usually... that was my role. That was my second most significant role. But that's <laughs> almost because I came from the Rays. I, well, I covered the Rays for a year in 2018, and that was like a thing.
2: <laughs> it's like people love it. People love it. But I, I, I honestly, and I, I saw this today, there's only a few occasions last year in 2019 season that wouldn't be allowed from this rule today. So that's why I say I think the three batter minimum is going to affect more. But I, I just think it's interesting now that you have to designate pitcher, position player, or two way player. Um, what are your thoughts on this rule?
1: The position players pitching and the two way.
2: On the two way player rule.
1: Um, I'm honestly indifferent. <laughs> like to be completely, honest. I'm, I'm a, I yes, have covered two AL teams, but I'm an NL team person. Like I, I don't know why I just, I like when pitchers hit. And so I like, I don't know. I don't know. I like people who can do both. Like there's nothing more fun than watching Madison Bumgarner or Clayton Kershaw. You know, I don't know. I don't know.
2: Disagree. There is nothing more fun than watching my brother get into the ball (laughs) and watching him hit. Now that Is fun to watch.
0: Yeah, that's and if you
2: haven't done it, if anybody here, (laughs) you too, hit you need to. It's must watch TV.
1: The position players pitching, um, I think is. I wouldn't say if I like it or dislike it. It's just interesting. Any player can appear as a pitcher following the ninth inning of an extra inning game, or in any game in which his team is losing or winning by more than six runs when the player enters as the pitcher. So now there's a lot. I guess less strategy maybe, but um, I think the end-all be-all is that baseball is a a game of adjustments and strategy is going to change accordingly no matter what. So you can say that the strategy is being taken away here, but then you just counter with new strategy. Um, But my question to you is, do you think that these rules are actually going to shorten games and improve the pace of play?
2: So a lot of these rules actually kind of – I wouldn't say bother me, but if I'm going to tune in to watch a baseball game, I'm not like – all right, let's hurry this game up. You know, like, I know it's going to take a while. I enjoy watching baseball. I enjoy all the details that go into it. Um, So I think, to answer your question, yes, I think it will speed it up a little bit. Do I think it'll speed it up a ton? No. I mean, do you?
1: No, I don't think there's going to be, you know, from the 2019 season to the 2020 season, the average game time is going to go from three hours and 15 minutes or whatever it is to two hours and 20 like no i don't think it's gonna happen right. like that overnight but i do think that the more changes that are implemented the more it's gonna happen but then of course like i said the counter strategy like the, the counter strategy is it's gonna potentially take longer you just don't know how things are gonna play out until it happens um like they did the mound visit rule and to be honest i have not done my research to see how much that's changed anything
2: it does uh, i mean like, right. I
1: don't think it does. I think they gave him too many mound visits.
2: Right. I mean, <laughs> you gave him too many. Like, no know. one's
1: scared of that rule.
2: No, nobody's scared of it. There's what – I mean, yeah, 100%. The, if you're going to make these rules to make the game go faster, abide by them, you know? Yeah. like yeah. one of one of the rules you mentioned that they think will help speed it up, um, which is a coach has to challenge. Now it's 20 seconds instead of 30, right? Mm-hmm. yep. They don't enforce that rule. That you yeah. can see the coach, you can see the coach in the dugout <laughs> holding up his hand to the umpire, and the umpire doesn't play until the coach says "go on" or "yeah, we're gonna challenge this."
1: Yeah, it's not uh, like yeah. There's no. I wish you left. guys
2: could see the hand motions that I'm doing that Michelle can see because I'm really into. The, but you know the hand motions I'm talking about. Yeah, are coach, you Italian? <laughs> the coach either holds up his hand or puts his hand over his ears, like "yeah, let's challenge this."
1: But (laughs) they always like they always act like there's earmuffs and they're taking the earmuffs on or off. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? Like they spread their fingers and put it over their ears. But there's nothing actually there. Uh, The go to the week this week. I'm going to give you the honors because you are so good at explaining. Wow. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Michelle. Um, For this week, I am going into a sport that we haven't touched on. And that is NASCAR. And the go to the week for uh, this week is Ryan Newman. And I don't know if you guys were watching the Daytona 500 this past weekend, but um, Ryan Newman got into a really, really bad accident. And, uh, you know, he, he flipped over and hit, hit a wall, and then another driver hit him, and he was um, – it was the last lap of the race. And the race uh, came to an end, and the rescue squad came out onto the track, and it was just really, really bad to watch. Um, and the sad – there was no updates about him. Nothing. So we were left in the dark for a long time. Um and all we knew is that he was taken to the hospital and uh people were fearing the worst. And uh progressively as the as the night went along and as the next day went along, um some better and better news came out. And uh I actually saw a video uh yesterday, Michelle. He was walking out of the hospital holding his two daughters' hands on each side. Love and it. uh I mean I, for one, was fearing the worst, and uh, to be able to see him walking around and to see how happy his two little girls were to be holding his hand walking out of that hospital, that was that was pretty cool.
1: Somebody was definitely watching over him.
2: A hundred percent. That that
1: was a gnarly crash.
2: It was so bad. Like I felt
1: bad watching the video. Like before we knew that he was okay, I felt bad watching the video. Like I felt guilty or like shame. Like why am I watching it? 100% Yeah.
2: 100% and they like weren't talking about it I, I agree I, I it was like felt guilty even watching it I was like this guy could be dead right now and yeah. we're watching a video of it happening Ugh. but, but
1: the positive note is that he's doing I, great
2: he's doing great um and and he's okay. Released from the he's hospital and walking released from the hospital and to see the smile on his two little girls face it was pretty cool
1: awesome well I'm glad that we got to end on that note Uh, That's it from Millennial Sports Talk, Ep 10. No big deal. For Ben Verlander. I'm Michelle Margot. Make sure you download or subscribe every week. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.